They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Hometime at Breakfast. We're going to need to come up with a better name for this. I like that. You good with that one? Yeah, I like it. It's like, you know, when a chef's at a hotel, like Galvin at Windows. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we should call it. (laughs) Uh, For one week and one week only, and then Dave and Matt return with the rest of the team, half of which are still here. Hello. Hello, Glenn and Emma. They both, you guys look very well this morning. Oh, thanks very much. Rested, I like that. I've been up since half two. (laughs) What have you been up since half two? Uh, My uh, girlfriend just came in. She'd been watching TV up till late, and then she woke me up coming in. And uh, oh. I've been awake ever since, which is Wonderful. nice. I've never yeah. never had that problem not being able to get back to sleep. But that time in the morning, surely you should just be straight out like a light. Oh, I know this. I know my ceiling like the back of my hand now because I've been staring at it for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we'll get through it together. That's the whole point of this show. I just want to talk about something that we we all collectively noticed on social media over the weekend, uh, and that's uh, Emma posted on her Instagram uh, your lovely husband Stefan making some Welsh cakes. Oh yes. So he he's Welsh, obviously. Yeah. Where's he from in Wales again? He's fella? from. Um, Ammonford in Carmarthenshire in Ooh, West Wales. Lovely. 15 syllables in the name of that <laughs> Welsh town. Uh, and we saw, obviously, him making Welsh cakes. And before you tell us this, we did have a little conversation downstairs. Obviously, you know what it's like this time of the morning. You're absolutely starving. Yeah. And we did ask the question whether um, whether there's any chance that you might have brought some in. Because we're very much motivated by the excitement that uh, you often do. So we had a little chat around the team downstairs as to whether Emma would have bought in the Welsh cakes. Start with uh, Bush here. I think Emma has brought us in the Welsh cakes. Uh, this is Richie, um, and I am absolutely certain that she would have bought in Welsh cakes. It's Adem here, producer Adem. I do not think she would have brought them in. Why? I think she's quite forgetful. Ooh. Nick. This is producer Nick, and oh. I said that, sorry. Uh, and I think that she hasn't brought them in either. Why? Are we talking about Emma Jones? <laughs> oh, my God. So that is a 50-50 split for, yes, she would have brought them in, she's a lovely person, and no, she's forgetful. And <laughs> who, is she? who is she? <laughs> Where, as we stand here at 13 minutes past six, Emma, do you have Welsh uh, cakes with you or not? I think Adem and Nick know me better. No, oh, there are no Welsh no cakes. cakes. What's going on? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, um, I was actually at my parents' house making those, so they got they got left behind. You had for, loads. For I saw the video on Instagram, you had loads. To them, you and Stefan. Yeah, I think there was 22. The mix made 22, um, and there are none here. I'm sorry. Glenn's been up all <laughs> but this night. Is, this, I know, I, do you know what? I'm completely on Emma's side. This is just for her husband made cakes in Essex. Yes. It's really unreasonable for you to go. So has your husband brought in any cakes? <laughs> yes, <in there?"> exactly. <laughs> well, we seem to have started off with a right situation here. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Matt tweets to say, uh, Morning, Bush and Richie. Are they not feeding you on the show? I mm. can post you some cake if you think you're going to starve this week. That's I nice think of him. We, yes, were just, we were just excited about celebrating St David's Day, just that day late, uh, with the Welsh cake that uh, Emma and her husband were making over the weekend. And do you know what? Fair play to the Welsh, Revin. They've got a few good regional delicacies, haven't they? Welsh rare beer. I love Welsh rare yeah. beer. Welsh cake as well. And I, I thought, let's, you know, kick this first hour of this... Uh, brand new week off with a bit of a battle over regional delicacies because being from Devon myself I feel like we've got a, a couple of good ones in the locker we've got the pasty and if you're from Cornwall Cor- yeah, we can right. sort that out later on <laughs> uh, secondly we've also got the cream tea very yeah. true also so, Cornish Corn- oh, I'm still trying to cause trouble this yeah. morning Emma <laughs> 
Essex, what have you guys got? I think in, well, in South End, it's a seaside town, so it would be cockles and mussels and kind of... Has anyone, has anyone ever eaten those? I, I've had cockles before, yeah. I love them. They're, actually, they're all right, yeah. Cockles no. are weird, because you, you, like, in Leon C, where I'm from, you, you, you'll buy like a little pot of them. And, yeah. and it'll be a good idea eating cockles for a little bit, and then you get like a third of the way through, and you think, this is a little bit weird. These, yeah. are, these are bottom feeders. As yeah. someone who has grown up on the south coast as well, uh, Eastbourne, coastal town, uh, I'm glad that we're not having another coastal dust-up here, because I'm not going to claim cockles, but I will take fish and chips. OK, you're going to claim the, the, the main one. The main one <laughs> yeah. on the south coast. Yeah, on behalf Half of any of the coast of the United Kingdom. Yeah. 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 Where, where are you from, Glenn? Uh, Croydon. So, uh, <laughs> I, 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 where to begin? Um, <laughs> now, it hasn't got anything unique to it, but it's got some things that you wouldn't find in many other places, like, for instance, Taco Bell and IKEA. Right. So, meatballs and you can have meatballs. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Everyone's staking their claim. We're just starting out here. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Trying to come up with a name with it. Someone's texted here, The Breakfast Hometime Show. Breakfast Hometime A radio show. show for night workers going home. I like to be niche. I think that's working. <laughs> that's a great idea. Uh, we're having a little dust-up first thing on this show this week. We're trying to work out who has the best regional delicacy after Emma's Welsh husband, Stefan, uh, was making Welsh cakes over the weekend for St David's Day, but she didn't bring any in. Uh, so who has got the best regional delicacy? Pete Gillespie says Scouse. Uh, he's from Liverpool. Have you ever had Scouse? Never Lovely. had Scouse, just looked it up. Sounds fantastic. Mm. Lobscouse, type of lamb or beef stew. I like the sound of that. Very right? nice indeed. Mm. Uh, and also here, Russ from Sheffield, he says, a fish cake, which he then goes on to clarify what a fish cake is. Uh, a layer of potato and a layer of fish, and it's all in batter. Yeah, we know what a fish cake is, <laughs> mate. You can get those anywhere. You can get them. They're claiming them in it's Sheffield. It's strange he like the Yorkshire pudding or something like that. There's so many other things in Sheffield you could claim. He's gone for fish cake. 8, 12, 15 for your regional delicacy. Uh, we've got Titch on the line. Titch, where are you from and what's your delicacy? Yeah, I'm from Newcastle, more delicacy brown ale, like. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one at this time of the morning, isn't there? Why, I? <laughs> where are you off to now, Titch? Good to have you on. What are you doing now? I'm picking my maid up and uh, literally got to work, so I'll uh, leave you, lad. You what? what? What's your job? <laughs> uh, ground worker. Fantastic. Got a high-vis vest going on today? Why, I? Hand the pants. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> Titch, thank you very much. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We were hoping for Welsh cakes this morning after St David's Day yesterday and thought Emma might bring some in. It hasn't How long happened. are we going to do this for? We're <laughs> <laughs> on till 10. How quickly can you get them in? Um, so we're after your, your... Which which region of the United Kingdom is going to claim the best regional speciality food? We, we actually thought it would be Wales with your with your rare bits. Yeah. And with your with your tea cakes and that, but, um, you know, it's not, not happening. There's well. a lot of competition coming in. Dale says the Midlands have got crusty cobs. He sent, a, he sent a photo. I think that can be healed. They do have some crusty cobs. <laughs> um, uh, some comeback from Sam in Bermondsey. He's saying, Glenn, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't behave uh, a claim on behalf of Croydon, All the right. amazing mash and liquor. Is that a Croydon thing? I thought that was an East End thing. 
He's saying South London. He reckons you should have claimed it, Glenn. He's I'm all... really sorry mm. you feel that way. Glenn's already had a go at trying to claim tacos. That's not Yeah, no, no, come on, let me have the Swedish meatballs thing, OK? Everyone That's a very much a Croydon thing. from Croydon. Originally, yeah. <laughs> uh, Just Coral... like Mother used to make. <laughs> Coral is hanging on. Coral, where are you and what are you claiming? I'm originally from Worcester, and we've got the factory that makes Worcestershire sauce. Ooh, there's some weird, there's some weird ingredients in Worcestershire sauce, isn't there? Yeah, like anchovies, and I tell you what, the smell in the summer is atrocious. Oh, <laughs> what? So if you live near it, it's it, the whole thing stinks. Oh yes. I don't wow. think personally that Worcester can claim Worcestershire sauce as as a regional dish. You're not going to get a bowl out of the cupboard, open up the Worcestershire sauce, tip it in, and then spoon it as a as a meal. I would do. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I'd wash my face in it if I could. <laughs> but nearly everything you cook's got Worcestershire sauce in. That's a good point. Give us an example. One example, Coral. The Chinese use it in sweet and sour sauce. You use it. In, yeah. You can use it in spaghetti bolognese. Pretty much anything that you cook would have a dash of Worcestershire sauce just to enhance the flavour. All right. Brilliant. Well, listen, uh, good to speak to you, Coral, <laughs> and best of luck with the latest series of This Country. You sound exactly like her. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Gary from Leicester is... I'm surprised this has taken so long. Uh, putting forward Leicestershire, uh, their dish, obviously, Melton Mowbray and the pork pie. Oh, I love a pork pie. Love a pork pie. A little bit of pickle on the side, pork pie. No, just need the pork pie, you don't need pickle. Side for pickle, Emma? Yeah, pickle lily or mustard or brown sauce. Glenn, you having someone on the side of a pork pie? You having that? Uh, yeah, I think I think ketchup. Mm, is that weird? Mm, that is yes. a bit weird. weird. Why is that weird? It's ketchup on the side of a pork pie. No, on it. Not to the side, I'm not on dip top, it in. You're yeah. on top of the. It doesn't need dipping. You've got the pastry, you've got the jelly, you've got the pork, you've got your pork pie. <laughs> Look at his face, he's bold as brass. He's not having it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got Joe on the line. Joe, where are you from? What are you putting forward? Uh, I'm from Biggleswade in Bedfordshire, and I'm putting forward the Bedfordshire Clanger. Tell us what that is. Bedfordshire Clanger sounds like a children's TV it does, villain, doesn't it? Doesn't it? it CBBs. Does. Putting pies into people's faces and stuff like that as well. Whistling at if you eat it wrong. <laughs> Go on, then, what is it? I don't actually know myself. Um, <laughs> I just know of it, and I know that Jimmy and Jamie came to Biggleswade to try and revitalise it and, like, make up some new flavours. and. Uh, so you, you mean Jamie Oliver and Jimmy Doherty came yeah. there and tried to, uh, what, breathe life into the Bedfordshire Clanger? Yeah, and, like, they tried to reinvent new flavours for it. Well, I'm having um, a look online here, Joe, and it does look a little bit like a sausage roll to me. It does, yeah. Well, that sounds good in my book. Well, I can't, you don't even know, you've never tried one then, obviously, Joe? No, I haven't, and the baker is literally two-minute walk from my house. I feel like you've come to a very important uh, cr- crossroads <laughs> this morning on The Breakfast Show. Well, I know what I'm going to go get for lunch today, then. Good lads. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it, then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So as Richie alluded to at the start of the hour, um, I had a bit of drama at the weekend. We've got the whole family dressed and ready to go out for a big family walk. You know how long it takes to get kids ready, herding kittens, that kind of thing. Uh, got in the van, turned the key, uh, completely flat battery. Ah. Bit of a nightmare, first time it's ever happened to me, uh, which meant I then had to learn, because I didn't know how to do it, how to jumpstart a van. <laughs> Just jumpstart a car. Have you, you guys ever jumpstarted a car? Absolutely Anyone? not. Never. I've not used the jump leads, so I've done the old bump starting. 
Really? I, yeah. I was parked in a really weird position, so I couldn't even do any of that kind of action. Here's the weird thing, right? You know there's like a positive and a negative on, on a car's mm-hmm. battery. When you get a jump start kit, you put the positive clip on the positive bit of the battery. But weirdly, in the small print, it says do not put the negative on the negative part of it, because that might cause the car to blow up. I wouldn't have known that. I'd have put that on the front of the battery charger yeah. if I was if I was them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, seems you'd, obvious. you'd put it all over the car like Formula One sponsorship. Like make sure everyone knows at all times. <laughs> like John Player special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Advertising down the side so it left me kind of ruining the fact that uh, you know I, I genuinely think that should be part of a, a curriculum at school like Definitely. car maintenance all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff so you know back in the 80s when I was baking a lasagna for Mrs Glyndon and Mrs Allen in home economics I feel like I should have been looking at maybe the interior of a car you know a car's engine so I don't end up in this kind of panic situation because I have to have my dad on speakerphone for the whole thing so <laughs> I thought what about this right let's set up today on the breakfast show the grown up life skills open university Think about a school curriculum of life skills for growing up that are essential. And we'll build this curriculum together. What's got to go on there? I was always um, stunned as a kid uh, when, you know, an appliance would go if I if I saw the, the drama of having to change the fuse in a plug or, or, or all that kind of stuff. Oh, or re- yeah. Rewire a plug. Rewire a plug. These days, you wouldn't have to because they're all sealed and it's probably better for us. But I'd, I'd, I'd have no idea how to do that. Even, yeah, like I say, just even the fuse thing. And yeah. it's a shame because fuses look really cool. Yeah. Little <laughs> tiny, cool, little <laughs> tiny yeah. little thing. But uh, again, I've got absolutely no idea. Yeah. Whack that into the curriculum. Any other suggestions, guys? What could go into the... Uh... For me, it's got to be putting air in the car tyres. You what? That's something that just completely terrifies me. I don't know how to do it. I don't <laughs> want to do it. I've got no interest in learning how to do so it. So you've never been over to the bit in the garage where you put your, your 20p in and you've got a well, amount I was in a situation about a year ago where I had to do that and I just was at a service station. I just I thought, I've got no idea what I'm looking for. <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't know what I... But no, but no one ever... Told me. No, no one never mentioned it. <laughs> this is this is why we need the this grown-up life skills open university. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> okay, so clearly we have uh, quite a few patchy areas in our in our communal knowledge. Sorry, here. one question, right? Uh, aside from cars, do you not have to pump up a bike tire? Because it's the same thing. No, I don't no, ride a bike. No, yeah. Why would they even know? Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Bikes, what are they? I don't say millennials. The tube, Richie, so. <laughs> <laughs> Martin in Bakewell says how to fit a headlight bulb. I don't know how to do that. So the irony is you don't know how to change the thing that probably is what ran your battery down. That's probably it. But, like, how do you... I thought you don't even get involved in what's behind the actual... You bulbs easily. Really? Yes. Is it like changing a normal bulb in a house? Not really, no, because you should probably put a glove on because otherwise you get your fingerprints on the headlight and then that's not good for your headlights. Undercurrent of super sleuth with the whole <laughs> fingerprints and glove. I like it. Someone says here, right, this is a bit racy, but let's just be honest about it, taking off a woman's bra should be part of the curriculum. And that might be even <laughs> women themselves. It might be. Sometimes you might get stuck. Who knows? Let's not forget you can't change your headlight bulb. That's a very good point. <laughs> what use am I? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, Fiona says how to top up boiler water when the boiler pressure drops. Oh, I love yes. doing that. That's one yeah. of the few things I know how to do. You, you just turn that little thing and, and <laughs> you play like brinkmanship with the dial rising up slowly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Gary Mill says how to connect a phone to hands-free in a 4 by 4 It's clearly it's impossible uh, when, when you see them driven around and ah. they're texting. Uh, how to tune your bagpipe, someone else says on text oh, as well. Right, OK. Definitely a euphemism, but thanks for getting involved. <laughs> Stack, uh, tell us what uh, you reckon needs to be on there. 
Well, I definitely feel that it's um, loading a dishwasher. I mean, I've, I've been married for a couple of years now, and uh, every time I go to have a look in there, I have to reload it. My wife and kids are absolutely no good at it. I do feel like you've just lobbed a grenade into the breakfast show. <laughs> but listen how quietly he's talking. I reckon they're in the other room and he, uh, he doesn't want to be found out. <laughs> they're all downstairs having breakfast at the moment. <laughs> I, I'm quite bad at, I'll be honest with you, I'm quite bad at loading our dishwasher. The thing that really gets me is bowls. I feel like bowls take up way too much room. What's, what's, your, what's the way of dealing with bowls as a pro? Yeah. See, I don't know. Bowls are a bit of an anomaly that you have to line them up properly so there's enough surface underneath for the water to flick around. I mean, half the time I go in there and they're face up, so it's just going to fill with water. And that, that is a big no-no in my book. Listen to him speaking with the volume of a snooker commentator. <laughs> it really is. It's perfect. I'm going to have to plead diplomatic immunity here. I do not own a dishwasher. Well, you could get... A, what's your surname, uh, mate, if you don't mind? <laughs> it's Hilly uh, Dixon. Dixon? Yes. So you could have um, dishwasher stacking 101 with Mr. Dixon <laughs> midday today. <laughs> it has, great. Let's do that. I will take back class. <laughs> uh, last word on this for now. Great text from Rob in Bromley who says, we were on holiday and needed to get our 17-year-old son to send a birthday card to a friend. He ended up FaceTiming us as he didn't know where to put the stamp. <laughs> he also then didn't know where to write the address. So it looks like letter writing needs wow. to be on that curriculum. Letter writing 101, that is unbelievable. Mark from Swindon adds, uh, what should be taught at school? Mortgages. I'm 48, I've had about six of them. No idea what I'm doing. The difference between endowment and repayment? Haven't got a clue which is best. The biggest purchase we'll ever make, and I haven't got a clue. And you can add to that interest rate calculations. Just look how many payday lenders there are. Ask because no one can explain that the 2,000% APR does to the £200 you've borrowed. Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. All this week, we're giving away tickets to the Teenage Cancer Trust gigs at the Royal Albert Hall. And today, we're giving you the chance to win a pair of tickets to see Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds on the gig on the Friday, the 27th of March, which is the one I'm hosting. So that'll be interesting. All you need to do is play our little game called Who Claims Wins? Right, online one, hoping to win the tickets is Hemel. How are you, Hemel? I'm very good, Richie. How are you? We're both very good. Hoping to top Hemel uh, is Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning. They both sound very on it. You, you, have you had your coffee? Are you ready for action today, Kevin? Yep, I'm, te- I'm teed up. So I'm good. These guys are absolutely poised. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, let's go through the rules and see how we go. We are going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Hemel, you will have to say how many answers you could give in 30 seconds. Kevin, you'll then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Hemel, and whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, guess what? They lose the tickets to the other player. Brutal. Let's play. Who claims wins? So, Hemel, how many Oasis or Noel Gallagher solo top 20 singles do you think you can name? And we're looking for any song that appeared in the UK charts. This is in 30 uh, seconds. I reckon I can name eight. OK, so eight for Hemel. Uh, Kevin, do you think you can name more or do you want to challenge uh, Hemel to his eight? I'm going to say nine. You're going to say nine. Ooh. Okay, it's back with you, Hemel. Do you reckon you can do more than nine or challenge Kevin to his nine? Uh, let's let Kevin go for it then. Okay, Kevin, you have 30 seconds to do those nine singles and your time starts now. Roll with it. Some might say Wonderwall, Little by Littles, um, Sunday Morning Call, 
Um, Hindu Times, uh, Layla, uh, Don't Look Back in Anger, um, so it's almost whatever. Um, oh, time is up. Time is up. I think I heard you say roll with it a second time just on the buzzer there. We're just looking over at our bobble-hatted producer for verification of your score there, who is also uh, (laughs) looking around. There's a lot of mouthing to uh, each other going on. Other producer. I'm I'm sure an answer will drop through with us very soon. He got nine. Congratulations. Wow, and not even what you're after. That is worse than the uh, VAR situation that could have supplied yesterday. The Absolute Radio Stockley Park in action. Uh, hey, congratulations, Kevin. Well done. Uh, you're off to amazing. see Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Awkward moment over the weekend. Had a state visit from my uh, dad. Came up uh, on uh, Saturday for uh, uh, Rocco's second birthday party. Hey. And uh, he gave me uh, a lift to it. I had to take two cars. It was uh, quite a busy little uh, busy little morning. A Firth and motorcade. A Firth motorcade of two. <laughs> and uh, it was a rather awkward moment when I got in his car and discovered that the two Christmas presents that I bought him were in there unopened. Oh, oh my word. That's brutal. That's heartbreaking. Absolutely brutal. It, yeah, exactly. Do you know what? It, it, it is heartbreaking and it would be brutal, Glenn, even if it was just one present. But to find two presents in there both so they've both been unwrapped the Christmas presents uh, the papers obviously come off ok so he's but, not a complete animal but he's both, unwrapped them <laughs> both in their cellophane one of them is a smart speaker he's not opened it because he lives in a little cottage down in the countryside and says that uh, he doesn't feel that smart tech is right for the country <laughs> That's quite a unique approach to technology (laughs) and wildlife. And then there was an audio book of CDs that he also hadn't opened Maybe he was using them both in the car. No, 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 it was still cellophane. Oh, if I was him, I'd say, and obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, but he could say, I like the present so much, a friend of mine's birthday's coming up and I've bought him the exact same... In fact, I'm on the way. Let's go now. I'd love to credit him with that sense, but that would have been a fantastic idea. So did he feel a bit rumbled? Because I feel like he's been sneaking around with this stuff in the car. He's clearly not had a proper look... At the presents. <laughs> it was very awkward. I don't think he anticipated he was going to be giving me a lift. And he's obviously stowed the presents away in the car, thinking they're not going to get seen when I come and visit. Rumbled. So it was very much rumbled. It was, I'm calling it car contraband. Yeah, he's sneaking mm. around with that stuff in the car, he's isn't he? He's using the car as a hiding place. Do you know what? I was just been talking about my car earlier. I, I currently have car contraband because uh, my other half, Katie, we're, we're trying to be a bit better with like not throwing stuff out and everything at the moment. And she's put together like a load of clothes for a charity shop. Yeah that I told her I dropped off about three weeks ago <laughs> and they're still in the back of the van. I have car contraband. <laughs> Do either of you two have car contraband? I car did have contraband. car contraband yeah. for over a year. I had some bags of clothes I was going to take to a charity shop and I kept telling my girlfriend I had. <laughs> and they go, go in the car. I and mean, every time I needed to go in the car, I'd sneak them back into my bedroom. <laughs> and, and they just kept, and it would have been so much easier to have just dropped them off around the charity shop. How are the charity shops of the UK actually <laughs> functioning? It's all in cars. They the same thing. It's unbelievable. They should do house calls. <laughs> You're too organised and too honest. Well, last time I was on this show, you kindly gifted me some new car mats for my car. Very true. So I do Glenn, take... play your cars right this week. <laughs> you never know what might happen. So I take great pride in keeping my car tidy, but the one thing that lives in there constantly, and it's a bugbear every time I open the boot, is my husband's golf shoes. 
He just won't put them in the house. I think he needs to have access to them at all times. Right. Are they like little spiky? Yeah, what, what? they're like special. I don't know. For like, I feel like golf. They just like they don't really need kits. They just make it up. <laughs> it just, it's, I think it's to make you feel sportier. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Give it the look of sport. So look, there's a confessional ses- uh, session on right now for your car contraband. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sue in Caterham says this is a very dangerous topic for any brown owl in the UK. Uh, so we're going back to brownie times here. I'm trying okay. to understand this. Is that, is that like the brown owl's the, the Arcala of the brownie? I yeah. believe that the is leader. the case. The leader, thank uh, you. She says our cars are full of craft stuff that we are hiding from our partners. Oh, okay, so you can hoard it. Because when you go into places like the range, you can't stop buying tinsel and stuff to stick to things. Uh, Darren in Essex says, my car contraband is a Ben Sherman polo shirt that my partner bought me for Christmas. I'd bought exactly the same one a few weeks before, so she thinks the one I wear is the one she bought, but it isn't. (laughs) That's exactly it. You've got something in your car that shouldn't be there for whatever reason. We want to hear from you this morning. Uh, Julian Leatherhead says, we've been driving around with a plastic kid's fancy-dressed devil's pitchfork in the boot after the charity shop explained they were a Christian charity and wouldn't be taking the devil's pitchfork. That is amazing. So it's still in the car. Imagine being turned away because they can't... Sorry, we can't take the devil's pitchfork. Noah says, car contraband, I, I keep a, a new All Saints leather jacket in my boot. I've kept it there for four months because I didn't want the family seeing what they've described as a waste of money. Fair enough. John, what are you keeping in the car? Right, my car contraband is Christmas cards from two years ago. I've now binned them, but the problem was, is my missus said, she said to me, when she didn't get a card, she said, they never got a card, did you post them? So I sort of sheepishly had to say, of course I did, of course I did, I posted them straight away, I posted them the next day, when really I hadn't posted them at all. So, yeah. So, so the amazing oh, thing about that is that your your other half would have been in the car with you on a number of occasions, unaware that she was sat just feet from the... Well, the... no, because they were in my work van, so she very rarely comes in my work van because she said the biohazard, so she won't ever really come in the van with me. John, the other amazing side of this is you said that your Christmas cards have been in there for two years. You had yes, the chance yes. to write this after 12 months. Yes, I did, yes. But, <laughs> well, yes, I suppose I did, but then I just forgot and... When I was clearing the van out, I found them. Oh, God, I never posted them for years now. John, John, do you feel good that your conscience uh, is a little bit clearer because you've managed to get it off your chest and admit your sins? Yeah. I just hope my missus hasn't got a radio in the kitchen because if she has, she's going to hear my voice and know who it is, so then I'm, then I'm knackered. Do you know what I mean? This show is a safe place for you tomorrow if that is the case, John. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, mate. Nice one. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. All this week, we're giving you the chance to win up to £1,000 thanks to War of the Worlds. Uh, the brand new series premiering on Fox this Thursday, 9pm, set in present-day Europe and stars the brilliant Gabriel Byrne and Elizabeth McGovern. Uh, every day we're looking for a comp- complete strangers to join forces and work together as a team. But of course, of course there's a twist. Yes, and here it is. We have three questions. Working together, two callers, going to build up the prize fund, and then that's when things get interesting. They must decide if they're going to stay loyal and share the money or steal the money for themselves. Ooh. Now, get one question right, they'll bag £250. Get two questions correct... 
£500. All three questions correct. The prize money will be £1,000. Now, here are the three outcomes that could happen. Both listeners say share and they split the winnings equally. One listener says share and the other says steal. Well, then the stealer takes all the money won for themselves, leaving their helpful partner with nothing. They're weak, ruined. Both listeners say steal and all their hard work has gone to waste and they both walk away with nothing. Brutal. Ask yourself the question, what would you do in their situation? And let's meet our players. First up, on line one, we have Phil. Phil, do you consider yourself a loyal person or is it uh, every man for themselves? No, no, pretty loyal. Okay, and where are you calling from? Let's get an idea of the areas here. So, I'm in Wigan, in the North West. Okay, you're representing Wigan in the North West. And let's go to line two and say hi to Teresa. How are you doing, Teresa? Hi, good morning. Fine, you, thank you. Are you a nice, loyal person, Teresa? I am, yeah, very okay. loyal. And where are you calling from? I'm calling from Manchester. OK, Wigan and Manchester being represented here, then. Right, three questions. You need to discuss your answers, build up your prize kitty. You know the rules. Let's play. Question number one. Who is the most internationally capped English footballer? Oh. Oh. Any, any idea on that, Um, Not a clue, to be honest. <laughs> is it someone like Alan Shearer? Is that the answer that the two of you would like to put together, Alan Shearer? I'll go for that, yeah. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> OK. I'm afraid it's Peter Shilton, so uh, well, the Pies Fund is still at zero at the moment. But two questions to go. Uh, by population, London is the largest city in the UK, but which city comes in at number two? Well, I, I, this is either Manchester or Birmingham. Oh, Manchester is this UK, so... Um, what do you reckon? Do you reckon it's Manchester? Um, I'm not too sure. Um, um, we'll go with it because I'm not sure, to be honest. So just, just a guess. In it so, for you me, get, so you're going to go with Manchester? Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right, Manchester's your answer. Uh, the answer is actually Birmingham. Oh, unlucky. Oh, not to worry, not to worry. I love the developing friendship uh, between them, but they're useless. <laughs> well, there's question number three. Okay. That, that could save it all. Uh, which is this Elizabeth McGovern stars in War of the Worlds on Fox, but which British period TV drama and film adaptation was she recently in? All right, then, Phil and Any Teresa. Uh, again, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Phil? <laughs> I, I'm, I wonder if it's something like um, the, the Queen or something's been on recently, yeah. hasn't it? You're going to go for the Queen? Is that the answer you want to give? Yeah, I'll go with that. Emma, yeah. Emma Jones rubbing the temples of her head at the moment as we speak. <laughs> so, uh, OK, just just to get a collective answer off the two of you, you're going to go with the Queen? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Um, the answer is Downton Abbey, I'm afraid. Oh. Um, uh, I'm very, very sorry. Together, you have won... Nothing. Not, nothing. But 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 now comes the real test. Because off air off air we've asked you how loyal the two of you are and if you'd like to share or steal your winnings. <laughs> Have a little listen to what you said. Here we go, you ready for this? Hi, I'm Phil and I'm gonna share. Yes. Hi, I'm Teresa and 
Oh. So it's a congratulations to <laughs> Teresa. You are stealing nothing. <laughs> and That'll Phil, be worth a lot in a few years. It will be worth a lot in a few years. And Phil, you dodged the bullet there, it seems. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I, 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 it just reaffirms what I thought about people from Manchester. Hey, right. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, it's a, it's a wonderful start to the week. Karma, a karma type start to the week, I would say. <laughs> set quite a base there. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, some unfinished business from uh, before nine o'clock when we were after your car contraband after I discovered uh, the two Christmas presents I got my dad in his car unopened uh, yesterday over the weekend. Uh, asking you what car contraband you still have. Helen's hanging on. What have you got in yours, Helen? Horse rugs <laughs> and saddle cloth. Right. Ha- horse rugs and saddle cloth sounds like a stereophonics album. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them you can put in the washing machine. They're not waterproof. They don't go out in them. So they don't need to be sort of reproof. So you can get them in the washing machine. The problem is that all the hair sticks to them and then when they molt, they molt white mad. So why but do they have to be in the car hidden? I don't understand that bit, Helen. Because he goes mad when I put him in the washing machine. Who's he when he's at home? Uh, the home. horse. <laughs> the, yeah. My husband. Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> so, look, my, my little sister is uh, a horse nut, and she used to store her horse blankets underneath her bed at home, which my mum and dad used to go crazy about. These things can yeah. stink, can't they, really badly? Yeah, they do. Yeah, definitely. Well, they lie in the straw, don't they, which obviously they weed and food on constantly, so... We're not yeah. talking about your husband again here. We're definitely talking about the horse. <laughs> No, 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 I'm talking about the horses. <laughs> Richie's going to guess the name of your horse just from the sound of your voice, Helen. Ready, Richie? OK. Um, Quinn. No. OK, what was the name of the horse? He, well, he was called CD, and it was the initial CD. It wasn't for that anything in particular. That was just his stable name, so... But okay. I had to have him put to sleep in March, so I don't have him anymore. Oh, mate, I'm so sorry about that. Have you got another horse or anything? In, like, no, not yet. Not yet. Well, can I just say that the next one, Quinn, would be a great name for it. It's a good I name. Because it obviously yeah. is derived from equine. Yes, yeah, see what exactly. he's done there. Fabulous. Well, keep the blankets in the, in the boot because you, you might have Quinn arriving soon. <laughs> Definitely. And Thanks if you need a horse name, Texas, 8 12 15. <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. So here we are, Bush and Ritchie on uh, Breakfast just for this week, back on our little Hometime show next week, uh, where we do 80s versus 90s normally, and uh, it's a good chance whilst we're here talking to you lot early doors uh, to horse tickets uh, to our 80s versus 90s live club night uh, that is coming up on April 24th. It's the, a Friday night. The last one was so so much fun, we thought we'd definitely got to do it again. Emma, you were at the last one. Exactly. Yes, Did you I have was. a good time? Could you could you be one of the, you know like when they have a, um, uh, like a, an advert for um, like a movie and they get people coming out of the cinema yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they to say how good it they was. They say, oh yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, I had such a great time. I can't remember all of it. Um, <laughs> That's good. But yeah, no, it was really fun. I could... 100% recommend Are you it. Leaning towards any particular decade, would you say? Um, am I. We shared a taxi home yes. that night. Yeah. And you said to me, what was your favourite decade? Yeah, Don't so... be led, do not lead the witness. Well, I'm going to say, <laughs> normally I'm fully on the 90s side, but okay. that night, 
Richie was my favourite by far. <laughs> Richie was your favourite. Not even just the music. Richie was your favourite. Glenn, you all right, Glenn? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> what kind of uh, decades do you prefer out of the eighties and nineties? Um, I'd have to go eighties. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is unbelievable. Absoluteradio.co.uk slash tickets is where you need to get your tickets from. We'll see you there. We have a great night. We play lots of eighties music. No Welsh cakes, and now this. <laughs> If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Here's the thing, it's British Pie Week, so happy British Pie Week, everybody. Happy British Pie Week. Uh, Susie's been in touch. She says, we are a small pie maker in Devon, and as a chunk of Devon Pie Week, uh, we're going to send you a box of pies tomorrow. (gasps) That is amazing. Gets even better, including our brand new cheeseburger pie. Oh, yeah. What would go into a cheeseburger pie? Well, I've got a vague idea of one of the ingredients. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Glenn. (laughs) It says it was originally made in conjunction with Wembley Stadium for the NFL games they hosted and was super popular, so look out for them tomorrow. But do you think they like make a cheeseburger and then like mince that up and put it in a pie, into a pie format? Unless it's like a pork pie, in which the cheeseburger is just that one full separate entity encased in the pie. Oh, and then you put a load of ketchup on it, you weirdo, like yeah. earlier on. Hey? <laughs> but they wouldn't do that, though, would they? Not pork pie, not jelly around the outside. They wouldn't do that to us, would they? I have to say, my whole brain is malfunctioning at the excitement of the thought of it. <laughs> mm. And if I had a fast-forward button for my life, I would hit it right now. I, I might just go home and just sit in a seat in the lounge. Just turn <laughs> what you're saying is you'd happily lose a day of your life yes. in yes. order to have this pie now. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I want it straight away. It's like getting back and wanting to play like PlayStation. You've got yeah, to do like an update. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> Emma, close your eyes and tell us what you think the pie looks like. What are you seeing? I think it's a cheeseburger patty uh, just inside a pie encasing. Yeah, that's so, completely what I visualise. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying pie inception. A pie within yeah. a pie within a pie. Pieception. Pieception. 21 hours, everybody. Find out. And uh, don't forget, at the very beginning of the show, did you bring in Welsh cakes for us? I didn't. Well, Please can I have some pie, though? Oh, there we go. Oh. Uh, Sean in Thurrock wants to point out, you're talking about food again. You said at 7 o'clock you wouldn't, and there'd be a prize if you did. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. There isn't actually a prize. I don't think, genuinely, I think between all of us here, I don't think we could do a show would not mention food. No, I'd no walk I don't think was, so. As yeah. soon as Richie said he wasn't going to talk about it anymore, he came next door and told us about his crumpet <laughs> <laughs> just after seven o'clock. So, so he's showing off his crumpet. Uh, and there's a few people picking us up on stuff from earlier on. I uh, remember earlier on we were talking about uh, having a university based entirely on life skills. Simon in Suffolk says, I'm listening and shaking my head in disbelief. Jump starting a car is a basic life skill. Changing headlight bulbs and adjusting correct tyre pressure are requirements of the highway code. You can be uh, prosecuted for the defective lights on your actual car. You all sound like the lord and lady of the manor who had a man to do that type of thing. (laughs) Unbelievable. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. That is our final song this morning. Uh, Bush and Richie here, uh, covering breakfast this week with Dave and Matt are on their holidays. Cheers for your company. We hope you have a brilliant rest of the day. No repeat guarantee marches on right through till five. Nothing repeated while you listen at work. We don't normally get the rest of the day like this. And this is all right, isn't it? It's fantastic. Your plans are? Going to Colchester Zoo. Beautiful. If the car starts, because, of course, it had a flat battery at the weekend. Well, at least, you know, you've taught yourself how to uh, do it now. 
now, so that's fine. Hopefully, the uh, none of the lights will go in uh, at the front. What's the word? <laughs> headlights. The headlights. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing for the rest of the day? I'm going to make the largest Brio train set that I can possibly make. I'm making hay with uh, a two-year-old's birthday toys. You so. do. I saw on Instagram. You do have an impressive collection of that train set stuff. Oh, that was just that was just a warm-up. God bless Facebook Marketplace. Forty quid. Fantastic. Send us a little picture later on. Glenn and Emma, what are you two up to later on today? I've got a new skybox being installed. Oh, so I've got one of those. You've got to wait in all day. I love that. I love the whole process, the, the bit where they boot it up and everything as well. And the fact they've still got to, like, phone up and get it activated. Oh, yeah. That's exciting as well. Glenn, you've got a choice. If you've got no plans, you can either go to Colchester Zoo, uh, wait in for Emma's Skybox, or come and make a train track with me. Why can't I do my own thing? No, You're allowed to. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll see you tomorrow. 